When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What a big day in science. Yes. What a big day in science. Big day. Big news. Yeah. Hello, listeners. So today's episode, you'll notice, I think it's a title we've used before. Oh, God, we're recycling titles well, already. That's well, I great. mean, it's kind of a, re- a big day. I was going to say it's a big day. It's kind of a recycling of a concept. Mm. But mm. so to today's episode, we're going to talk it's about logical. Is it going to be a scatological reference? It's not going to be a scatological reference, I swear. Oh, oh darn. OK. Actually, no, wait. Cool. I have a really good idea for a title, so we're, we're not going to use the title disclosure. Actually, we're going to use um, unidentified ass phenomena um, or whap, 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 because um, I think that's really funny. Today's episode, we're talking about disclosure and what it means, what the recent UFO news, you know, uh, are we excited? Are we not excited? What do we think about it? Are What's we going excited? on? So as as a as a layperson in the in this field, I would look at this news and assume someone in your storied tenure studying this, Christopher, Dr. Cogswell, would be just so happy finally and so pleased because finally the world writ large is paying attention and giving it the credence it deserves. Would I be right? Uh, Jake, roll the tape. <laughs> All right. So, so that's a yes. <laughs> so that's, that's a definitive yes. <sighs> All right. So for listeners that haven't really been following the UFO hoopla and stuff that's going on. So a number of stories. So the initial story was the Tic Tac event and then the gimbal and go fast videos that were released by Lou Elizondo and his, at the time, his team at to the stars Academy or the people that he was working with at to the stars Academy. And so those videos showed objects that appear to be moving quickly, but mm-hmm. Within, within, I'd say, a couple of months, public opinion had kind of shifted on them. So hmm. the way that this story has gone and the way that UFO history has gone is people put out evidence and then they get attached to wacky people. And so... <laughs> And I like I like as someone who's into UFOs and as someone who like really, you know, really likes this subject, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's kind of tragic. It it happens You're attached to me and I'm a wacky person. Well but no, but bump. it's it's different, you know. It's uh, famous wacky. No, I'm with you. I'm famously with you. wacky, I'm with you. Marie Mayhew. So the problem is, and this has kind of been our or I say our, just because I'm used to on Twitter being like 
you know, because I because I have a co-host, but it's my really it's my opinion. That like, like I think right now it's kind of on a knife's edge. You have people taking it more seriously. But what what always happens is like, look at John Maloney. Right. We did that episode. We did that whole series mm-hmm. on John Maloney. That guy was involved in like government talks on UFOs. Mm-hmm. John Maloney then went on a scavenger hunt with his with his wife, Alien Hybrid, through the Arizona desert for chakra points. You know, so it, there's there's a slippery slope. Well, kind of a slippery slope, I guess. There's mm-hmm. a tendency or a history of people come out, they look super credible, they say all this cool stuff, and then within a year, they're speaking at alien conferences, uh, talking about, you know, hybrid children mm-hmm. and chakras and energy crystals and all this other stuff. Yeah. So talk to me just really briefly about like the Tic Tac event and how it went from credible and then what you think, like for those, for those, of for those early things, what happened to sort of decay that. It's not, it's not even, it's not even that it's like not credible. The mm-hmm. problem is it for, like for me, I think it's more an issue of like people in the UFOs think that if they just get the right picture or if they just get the right piece of evidence or the right witness that all of the public and science and politicians are going to come out and be like, oh, my God, you guys are right. Aliens are real. And, you know, like they am going to break. Right. They, they really yeah. do believe, I think, that. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of one thing, one piece of evidence that means the dam's going to mm-hmm. break. But even if an alien like landed on the White House lawn, a lot of their beliefs aren't going to be true or accepted. You know, so I mean, like the majority of people like right now, the story that's being pushed out in the media is that this is a military issue, that this is a national security issue, that like there are airships or something incur in, you know coming into our airspace yeah and that's a we threat to us and so we need to yeah. take this seriously but yeah. that's not what the majority of people who are into ufos think like most well, people into yeah. ufos think that like abductions are happening or they've been here in the ancient past or all mm-hmm. of these other things mm-hmm. so it's not it's not a military thing it's a bigger thing you know it's and so on Twitter, like I had, I had this rant yesterday, basically, because well, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into it in a moment here. But, uh-huh. you know, people are acting like this is just like, oh, this is so serious. This is national security, whatever. It, it's not like, is it serious or is it not? You can't have it both ways. You know, well, you can't play yeah. footsie with like. Metaphysical, you know, <laughs> CE5, like take a take mushrooms and speak to the elder gods or, you know, go to Alistair right. Crowley or whatever. Like you can't play right. footsie with that community, but then also say no, but this is like a military thing. Yeah. Well, so in my opinion, the the biggest problem with military and the national security thing is like, so let's pretend that these are what, what they, you know, again, foreign airships 
coming from some other place. If they are, I'm going to still call them UFOs because I'm just old school that way. Um, then would the technology that they would have to have had to get here from wherever they are kind of means that they could have obliterated us pretty easily. So they're not that to me, it's like, well, if they wanted us, if they wanted to have done something to humanity, they probably would have done it by now mm -hmm. is my two cents. It's not a threat because it's like, they are clearly, if they are, if they are aliens, they are clearly superior beings with the technology that we are not capable of and they have not done anything. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's just, I mean, or they are, if, if, if they are not aliens and they are some other, uh, you know, nation states advanced technology, I just don't know if that's the case either, because to me, it's like, I don't know, not to be overly patriotic, but I just don't know of another country that has the capability or even in recent decline that would, would be able to do something like that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we, we argue like, okay, let's. I completely agree with you. Like the argument that There's a lot to unpack. No, there is. But the argument, the argument that like if these are calling them adversarial, we're yeah. making them adversarial. They haven't yeah, done anything to us. They're just floating around and right. taking off really fast. <laughs> right. Like like they might be here for White Castle. We don't know. <laughs> the humans have developed. We don't know. <laughs> Look at this biological Superior. weapon. Look at what it can right. do to us. <laughs> Look at what it could do to us. Yeah, I think it like they just. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I think I think it's a really good point. I mean, if it's if they are adversarial or if, you know, again, I guess it's sort of that. You know, to a chipmunk, everything looks like a hawk, you know, it's like a bad yes. analogy, but like, yes, you know, we're Most we feel yes. threatened by them. So we turn them into a threat, but they might not be a threat. The other. The other part of it, too, I think, or so the. So, OK, the timeline here. So this this mm -hmm. initial video comes out. And then and then initially, like in the very beginning, my take on them was like, these are really cool. This is exciting, whatever. But then like very quickly, I started getting concerned because the people who were pushing the story as serious were involved mm -hmm. in people from like the Bigelow group, mm -hmm. you know, who I don't mm -hmm. consider to be serious or good mm -hmm. for this, you know, good for this thing, you know, whatever you call ufology or whatever the hell it is. Right. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you're putting out this evidence like again i think you consider them not not good because they're not based in scientific principles it's not just that you know you don't agree with their politics or you don't like the t-shirt they're wearing whatever it's, it's like it's, it's, it's based in science it's I not think. it's not even necessarily like it is based in science it's more based in like public relations though like if I, you know if i'm if i'm trying to sell you if I'm trying to sell you a new pair of sneakers, mm -hmm. I don't hire. I, I don't hire like you, you hire the best people, right? You hire people mm -hmm. like you, you hire ad athletes, you hire people credible. with like squeaky you, clean you images. Hire, you call, you hire yeah. people that are credible talking right. about like, Hey, this shoe makes me play better, whatever. Right. Right. But you also like probably don't hire Dennis Rodman. Because he says crazy shit all the time and it's just going to bring it's just going to bring crap down on you and your brand and your and your company. 
you know? Agreed. So Agreed. It's, Agreed. it's almost more of a PR thing for me. Like, mm-hmm. you know. But the PR I, stuff that they're saying, the stuff that they're saying is not scientifically based. That's what I'm, that's sure, what I'm yeah, getting it's, at. It's right. crazy shit. No, yeah, it is. It's like, right? it's like, you know, it's again, it's like chain smoking werewolves, you know? Um, <laughs> Dude, I, like, like they, there's a book, them. like there's a book on it. There's a book they wrote on it. Like, and and so it's just, to me, it's, again, UFO people want to think that like, scientists are both or the public or whatever people that don't believe in ufos are both sheep easily swayed by public opinion and propaganda and the media and whatever but also these paragons of virtue who if they were just given the right photo it doesn't matter who it comes from because you're always gonna you're just gonna be so swayed by the evidence yeah yeah no i i think that what you brought up is sort of an interesting like dichotomy with this entire thing, right? Because it's like it, it inevitably, it inevitably kind of dissolves into the faux science metaphysic kind of thing, which is, you know, again, like I, I don't, I, I don't. It's almost like a question of faith or a question of quasi-religious sort of overtones, right? Like there's something bigger than humans out there. Um, And we, that's almost where we end up going when we can't process it or when we don't, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know why it's not enough to have these things be credible and start to, to your point, associating and not, and not let it dissolve into that. Like, I don't know where that starts to happen and why, is that where the money is? Is that, you know, what the inevitability of this stuff is? Do you kind of know what I mean? Yeah, I do. It I feels mean, like, it feels like you're right. Like every time something like this comes up a year, you know, 18 months later, they're at, you know, some kind of alien con, um, you know, with the ancient alien dude, which again, you know, to me, it's like, well, you've already poisoned the well. Yeah, I think part of it, I honestly think part of it is a view that the ends justify the means that. All of that other stuff that comes along with UFO belief or whatever, none of that actually matters because you are going to push your view with this huge group of people, you know, which is not, so, I think, naive and, and I, exactly. And, yeah, and I think it's falsity, right? You're yeah. playing with fire. You know, you're playing with fire. And that's and that's the thing that I guess a lot of skeptics have gotten heat for or whatever is coming out, you know, especially like I've come out and said this pretty frankly, like, you know, I Okay, I think you made two. You made two good points. The first one is Sweet. yes. The first good point. <laughs> the first good point for sure is definitely that this. You think you kind of think of this as like devolving into religious. I actually think the military stuff or the the science for a lot of people is the veil. Like it's like the vin. It's like the thin candy coating over the heart of religious metaphysics stuff. Even the, so you think that's if, what they want to get to? Like, well, yeah, like even even really? even like, say, say uh, the group of people that worked on Skinwalker Ranch, like uh-huh. they, you know, we know from our series and from everything else, they came from a history of like psychic studies and, and kind of non-materialist science, metaphysics, yeah, stuff like phenomenon. that. Exactly. Yeah. It's not it's not uh, it's not these aren't nuts and bolts craft. This is a phenomena, right? This mm-hmm. is a, the, you know, who knows what this is, whatever. This is a psychic thing. This is whatever. So. You know, and again, and like there's nothing wrong. Like, I don't have anything actually personally against that view necessarily. Like, I don't mm-hmm. agree with it, but there's there's a lot of philosophers who 
philosophers, academics, thinkers, whoever, who have those sorts of views that like, you know, there's a God out there or there's angels and demons or or, or we or are just, somehow all interconnected. Right. Like, of, yeah. Like, OK. You know, okay, a lot yeah. of people have those views and aren't like stupid or silly or ridiculous or whatever. But like but again, it's it's sort of like a, a wanting it to be both ways. You know what I mean? It's like the, right. it's the hypocrisy of it. I think that's the most concerning because, again, from so from the religious side or kind of what you said, I to, again, totally agree. But I think it's actually I actually don't think it's like a devolving into religiousness. I think it's just like it popping its real head out because it's always hmm. it's always religious. It's always religious based. Like you don't no one. Even like an abduction experience, right? Like that in some ways is a yeah. physical experience that happens to people. But it's right. also like if you talk to people like remember Kyle on our episode with him, like I think of him, his, I actually think him of him every so often and hope he's doing well. Yeah, me too. Uh, Kyle, reach out. Um, you know, I, I even yesterday on Twitter, I had an experience or reach out to me and say, like, you know, hey, your tweets made me feel like feel stupid and bad. And I was like, dude, I, I don't want you to feel that way. Like, I don't think you should feel stupid. This is, you know, my my dad, when my dad, when he went under surgery when I was a kid, said that he died and he saw uh, hell. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it like made him turn into a good person for like a week and a half, you know, which is like yeah. a super long time for my dad. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, but, you know, people that I like respect and love right. have had have. experiences like. So, again, right. it's not it's not that I'm discounting people's experiences or anything. It's just that if. If you come at this or you start with this from a metaphysical perspective, then you, you don't. Yeah, you don't need you to try to measure it. Yeah, right. like you're not. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like it's like it's like if you had a. I don't know if you had a statue of the Virgin Mary that was that was crying blood, you wouldn't start measuring how much blood she outputs per day or like get a chemical test on the blood or whatever. Right. Like you would believe. Right. Well, believe I think that and it's I, happened. I think that that is the that you've just you've just you know cleaved the gorgon's knot right i mean there's there's faith and there's science right and somewhere between the two is a, is a pretty big distinction it's if again like the the virgin mary statue is a pretty good example like okay well you you believe you either believe that that is that is happening and that is a religious experience and you're the conduit to which you know you're experiencing it or you're trying to figure out what are the what is the science behind that happening, right? And I think that that this again, like I, I'm the thing that kind of throws me is when you start to look at these UFO phenomenons and um, experiencers, um, you know, what it, is it something in human nature that we just want something bigger than us? That we have that there's some part of our brain that's hardwired to want to be kind of under the guidance or protection or I hate to say governance, but sort of that like of a, a higher power. Yeah, it's like it's like right? the um, it's almost like it goes it goes back to free will and kind of like the whole thing. Like, do we do are we do are we happier as a species if we are if we are. I don't want to say subjected like I and this is like kind of I'm, it's sort of rhetoric, but it's but do you know what I mean? It's like, are, yeah, we, I do. are we 
are we, do we need that God? Do we need some sort of higher being to protect us? Or is it, and is that just something that's in our, in our headspace? And so everything that we experience, we kind of have to have that. That's where we go because that's sort of what we're hardwired for. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, no, it totally does. I'm not trying to crap on people that are religious either. It's like, I honestly don't know that because I know under times of extreme duress, uh, that is something that goes through my head, right? So I'm like, I'm wondering if that's part of, uh, just part of our nature. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, totally. I think that the, mm-hmm. it's funny, actually, you, you actually made me think about, so this weekend, my mm-hmm. wife, my wife had off. Mm-hmm. So we were watching mm-hmm. war documentaries on Netflix. Um, As you do. Like any married couple in a loving relationship. And so. That's, that's super romantic. So romantic. And we so, were watching some Hitler documentaries. We were, we were yeah, watching. Too. We were watching one on um, the Russian Revolution, and it's, oh, I think it's yeah, called the yeah. Russian Revolution. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was a little fast. I think it kind of like glossed over some stuff. Like uh-huh. the, the point between like Lenin goes to Germany and the Romanov dynasty is like having a hard time with World War One, and then like and then there was revolution. It's like literally that fast. Like they just they're just like and then there was revolution. It's like. Well, why? Like, what happened? But anyways, whatever. Some stuff. Um, But in that documentary, they talked about how after like the first like. So there was an initial revolution in like 19. Oh, God, I don't even know. Like, like there was an earlier revolution. 17, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, like, well, there was one that was like the winter. Yeah, there was like there was one that was like the winter revolution or like the early revolution. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that one just led to like the formation of the Duma, which is like Russia's version of like a a kind of Senate or parliament, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then there was the second revolution that was like the actual one that like Lenin and then, you know, co-opted and turned. Yeah, yeah, they turned it into like, you know, the Soviet Union. But so. After the set, like during the second one, in the time between when Lenin and Trotsky, like Lenin came back from Germany and then him and Trotsky, like, you know, founded basically the Soviet Union and called for power to the Soviets or whatever. There was kind of like a weird inner period where there was the um, the, the like, what's the word, like the parliamentary government. And mm-hmm. then there was the Soviet government. Mm-hmm. And so the two of them were like kind of working together. And the reason that they had that going essentially was like like a big part of the populace was like, we want a saw like we still want a czar. We we just like don't want him to like like it's almost like the UK model, right? Like that's what they kind of wanted. They were like, we want a czar who like takes care of us, right? You know what I mean? Like even a new, in theory, right? Even it's in like abstract, it's like the yeah. New Testament the czar, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. um. I kind of, you know, I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe people just want to have someone to, like, take care of them or whatever or whatever it is. But but again, though, I think that kind of discounts like. I don't I don't think. Most I don't think a lot of people having um, experience or events are lying. No, you know I, what don't I mean, think they are either. so like so I don't I, you know, and so maybe they're like maybe they're. Maybe those events are seen through the lens of like wanting to believe or whatever or whatever it is. You know what I mean? But like, or they yeah. actually occur. I don't, I don't. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I'm with you on it. I, I, I'm just, I just am wondering about like, again, like the it, almost like you said, the inevitability of that happening, of it going into some sort of quasi religious thing. And 
if you are an experiencer and you have an actual real event like Kyle, right? And that you actually are experiencing something. I think that the mechanism of the culture around you is what's going to yeah. all of a sudden drive that and change that experience. Yeah, well, it changed to something else. Yeah. Not, not what well, not not what actually happened, but what is perceived to have happened through sort of the cultural, the the bigger cultural lens, which you cannot. There's it, you can't get out of that vacuum. No, it's in my kind, opinion. It's kind of a funny. It's kind of a funny argument that like. The ancient alien guys like kind of get mm-hmm. right, I think, actually, which is um, which is, you know, this is the first. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just, you just acknowledge oh they got something right. But, you know, it will. Well, it's, no, just again, it's like an idea that they've it's an idea that's just in kind of literature and whatever. But like, you know, this idea that um, a metaphysical experience or like all of your experiences are seen through the lens of your culture and society, you know, yeah. so to someone in our time, you know, maybe seeing um, having a religious experience, they view that as an alien experience because they don't allow themselves to think about like a divine being like that, you know, but anyways. So. So disclosure. Okay. Sorry. So disclosure. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So what happened with recent disclosure, I guess. So you had, okay, you have those. So first off, I guess we should probably talk about what does disclosure mean? (laughs) For disclosure is that event that we mentioned before where Mm -hmm. UFO people believe that like there's a moment where, um, the government finally comes out and says aliens are real and it changes everyone. Um, it changes everyone's opinions and everything else. Uh-huh. The problem uh-huh. is that probably isn't going to happen. And so uh-huh. what they think, like what they believe will happen with it is kind of a bunch of different things. You know, I mean, some of them think that like, this is going to be, the, the government will come out and all the info will be released and it'll bring in like a new age of techno, like technological superiority or something. Some people think uh-huh. that like it's going to come out and it's just going to, you know, change the world to thinking that this is a real psychic phenomena. And so this metaphysics stuff is real. We'll start studying it. And some people, mm-hmm. frankly, just want to be able to, like, tell the haters to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's that's a that's a that's a part of it, too, you know. But, totally reasonable. Which That's is absolutely totally reasonable. reasonable human response. Totally reasonable human response. Totally. But so initially the group of people that were kind of leading disclosure or mm. kind of pushing for it were like Lou Elizondo and his team. And then essentially, again, the concerns of like, well, Tom DeLonge is out there talking about like Atlanteans and, you know, psychic stuff and whatever. And it's like, OK, well, then is this a military thing or is it metaphysics or 
do you think mm-hmm. that like Marco Rubio wants to investigate Atlanteans? Like what, like what is, you know, what is like, how does this, how is this taken seriously then? Um, I guess those issues came to a head and then those, those people, Lou and Mellon and the other people involved in TTSA left. And so then they're now kind of pushing on their own. And so that's one area where like Lou Elizondo and Chris Mellon have been extremely successful is in making this, making the case that this is like a military issue. This is a national security issue. This is a defense issue. But on the periphery still, you have people making the cases for all those other views on UFO stuff and kind of like they're basically taking this kind of like, you know, it's not a super clean message because Elizondo has done a lot of interviews and there's a lot of like, you know, he's made some metaphysical claims and whatever and all this other stuff. But like in, in terms of like to the people that matter, the important kind of message has been this is a military issue. But you have other people kind of like hanging, trying to hang their coattails on that to then say, no, but look, he really means this is a metaphysical issue or like, no, but look, he really means that this is like, fuck you, skeptics. Or he really means that this is, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And so and one of those one of those viewpoints has been that what they really mean is that this is like the public needs to get involved and push and push and push for disclosure. Now, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. that is a little bit scary. Right. That that is a little bit different than oh, you know, this these government people are going to make this happen or we need to go through normal channels or whatever. It's a little bit more um, it's a little bit more concerning. And so and and I would agree with that. And and so one of the people kind of pushing not and again, I don't think like necessarily meaning to push like it's not violent necessarily. It's just like active being active. You know, you have to be active in this. You have to activate to make disclosure happen. One of the people really at the forefront of that argument is Jeremy Corbell, who, again, like talking about, you know, well, linkage links to like stories that don't make sense or whatever. He famously made a documentary on Bob Lazar, um, who, again, like, I don't think anyone in their right mind can say Bob Lazar is not a fraud. Um, You know, he. Mm -hmm. And so him and George Knapp again, kind of so this this kind of angle or this kind of side of things that, again, these other people have been trying, I think, kind of hard to separate from this other group now of like Knapp and Corbell and and their people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. have been pushing the angle of like, this is a phenomena. This is it's a military thing, but like maybe they're non-physical or or whatever. But then but then so on. But so yesterday he posted a thing on Twitter that basically said or not basically said it did say I'm not done with UFOs until the bodies hit the floor. What does that even mean? So it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous, right? It's the argument or kind of the thing that people are saying is like, well, when, you know, let the bodies hit the floor is the song from Drowning Pool. It's like this metal song from the 90s or 2000s or whatever. Um, that like I've heard and know of and of course knew the lyric but like you know that is like not it's not a normal thing no it's like it's a bad it's a bad thing to say you know it's a stupid thing it's just a stupid thing it really is that well and the reason 
the reason that is stupid is I think the one thing you can probably, again, like I, the one thing I would probably put out there, if there is some sort of UAPs, UFOs coming in, that their technology is that much advanced, right? Again, like they are clearly, if this is the case, if this is the true scenario, but they are that much, they are that much more advanced than we can even imagine. I don't think you want, I don't think you want that type of an escalation with something that can, that is like that, or that you are trying to find out with, through escalation for something that is like that. Like, I don't think that I would, and again, this is maybe just me and my own confirmation bias, but I would like to believe that they are beyond violence, but they mm. don't have to be violent, or but they don't see it as, as that. I don't know. I mean, and that is my own confirmation bias, but it's sort of like, that is just sort of the base, the most base human nature response to trying to find out something bigger than yourself then, you know, it's just, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's not solving any purpose. Well, sir, yeah. And I mean, besides I rhetoric, and again, like, I think rhetoric sells in this, in this, well, scenario, that's the thing, as it, it doesn't it, so many that's others. That's the thing. It is just rhetoric, you know? Yeah. But, the, but the thing is, too, at the same time, uh-huh. this is like a group of people who, so again, not trying to like belittle the UFO community or the people involved or anything else, but it is a fast turnaround from believing the government has secrets to mm-hmm. thinking that the government needs to be attacked. It is a very slippery slope from, yeah. and yeah. again, and, and yeah. if you, if you believe that the government should be disclosing these things, the last thing you want to do then is have your group appear to be making even just like stupid threats like this, you know, like, is this a threat? I don't know, but it's super dumb to post it. Well, yeah. And I just, I don't know. I mean, do you think, so here's a, here's a bigger thing, a sort of a bigger question. Do you think that the idea of disclosure is a MacGuffin in itself like, do you think that there is something like to your point that you said, well, disclosure is going to be this watershed moment where it's just going to be one thing and everything is going to cave and everybody's going to be like, oh, holy shit, they were right all along. But I mean, do you think like I kind of am wondering if it's not a total MacGuffin and like what if the government doesn't have what we think they have? OK, so so this is kind of the funny thing. And this is like people. I feel, every time I make this argument, I feel like a fucking lunatic because Sweet. people are like, no, that, that's so conspiratorial or whatever. But OK, but let, let's think about this, right? Mm-hmm. We just had a number and we still have continuing attacks on the U.S. population and government mm-hmm. where governments like Russia or China mm-hmm. are using mm-hmm. social media in the internet to do information warfare. Yes. And that information warfare takes the shape of spreading disinformation or misinformation um, or propaganda, right? So things like, you know, the military is getting too gay, so you can't fight a war, right? That's the Ted Cruz thing recently. Or, you know, um, or the election was stolen or... Voter fraud is a real threat or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, division, division, whatever it is. It's, right? cultural it's division, just cultural yep. division. Mm-hmm. And that happened through like forums and message boards and whatever. And it spawned QAnon 
and it spawned the January 6th insurrection and it spawned all these other things. Right. A lot of those same thought processes that you that are kind of the germs for QAnon. Right. Are there in the UFO community? Yeah. The government is hiding secrets from us. Yep. The government is in the government has information and technology that help them outlive us, outspend us, whatever. Mm-hmm. The government has access to the divine that they're hiding from the population. Mm-hmm. The government um, is letting people be experimented on. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Yep. And, and so to act like those, to act like that is just not part of the UFO history or lore or whatever is just, mm-hmm. it's just silly. It's not true. And so the, for me, what I actually kind of see this going two different ways. And this is so funny because the people claiming that like, this is the most serious national security threat we've faced in decades. And so the government has to investigate UFOs are also the first ones to say, well, no, the government doesn't care that much about the UFO community. Right. I actually think mm-hmm. that the bigger threat is not that UFOs maybe are zapping around in our skies. It's that there's this community of people. Like whether or not they believe in UFOs or QAnon or whatever, there's like a community of people in our population who are easy to trick with propaganda. Yes. Like, yes. Like if, if, okay, if Stephen Greer can trick people to like watch his YouTube videos and consume this kind of stuff and like come to the desert with him to look for UFOs, then China can convince us that an election was stolen or that the president's a, a secret Kenyan or that yes. wh- whatever, you know? So to me, like, that's the threat here. Like, and so if even if you're in the UFO community, like having all these kind of like flamboyant characters out there talking about all this stuff and whatever, you're just like, you know, you're just wearing neon green being like, investigate us. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's it's just again, like if you want this to be taken seriously, then you need to mm-hmm. separate it from like conspiracy theory and Mm-hmm. Um, especially mm-hmm. after January 6th, mm-hmm. you know, look at, look at how mm-hmm. much damage mm-hmm. is done by a couple of people shit posting on Facebook, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that that's, I think that that's, that's sort of the level of rhetoric and misinformation. It's, it is really impossible to, to get out from under that. And so, I mean, and, you've seen well, that with QAnon and everything else. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Well, I was going to say, and so to get to your initial point, your initial question, right, which mm-hmm. was, what if the government comes out and says, we don't have anything on UFOs? Well, no one's going to believe them, right? I, okay, but I, they're still but, hiding something. But I think the next logical question then for the military, mm-hmm. for senators, for the media, for whoever, to ask is, mm-hmm. well, then how the fuck did we get tricked into looking into it? Right? Like if there's nothing here, if all of this is nothing. Right. Then what the right. then what the hell? Like there's a huge community of people who believe in this. So what does that mean? Like to say that conspiracy theory or like again, uh-huh. I I personally believe in UFOs. I believe people have UFO experiences. 
I think that there's something to investigate here. I don't know what the reality is of it. I don't know if these are really ships or if there's people having psychic connections. Right. Or, I don't know what right. the hell it is, but like, you know. I just don't. Yeah. I just so, don't know if there's a treasure trove of information. No. And so it's, it's thought, so it's yeah. set. It's already set up for like, like, it sounds so cynical and shitty, but like, I think this is just set up for failure because like you said, the government comes out and says, we don't have anything. Or here's All, what we have. And it's like a bunch of blurry photos. Right. Or here's what we have. Exactly and it's, what you have. Or here's what we have. It's exactly <laughs> what you guys have. Yeah. <laughs> the people who believe in disclosure will not uh-huh. accept that as an answer. They won't. Of course they won't. So, of course they won't. Of course so they won't. what does it do? It just deepens the conspiracy. Oh, my yeah, God. Even even the senators couldn't find out about disclosure. Or they're in on it. Or they're in they on just it. Just put up a brave face and did this and yeah. they're in on it. Yeah. Of course. So it's just. They're always in on it. You know, yeah. it's like. It's just, you know, and so people acting that like. It's very frustrating, too, to have like the the mainstream media now get involved with this, because like, here's the thing. So so Corbell has released some interesting videos from supposedly from military members, right? They, they look like they come from like inside of like Navy ships or whatever. More mm-hmm. witnesses have come out now, right? So mm-hmm. two new witnesses have come out of the like Tic Tac event, um, Mm -hmm. who seem fairly credible and and are, you know, quite nice people, um, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and, you know, more, so more people are like coming out and now talking about this, but for every, for every serious person out there talking about this as like, this was a military thing. I saw this in my, I saw this, like this thing was flying near my aircraft, like my fighter jet. You have like, you have, you know, people on the internet talking about, you know, the, the, whatever, all the non-serious or, or all the stuff that they want to be separated from. So it's just like a very, I think overall, just like a very, I don't know, it's just very mismanaged, I guess. And of course, like, it's not, you know, Uh it's, it's not like, it's just, it just makes you think that it's not serious. You know, what I think what I think is really interesting about it is when the original um, the original New York Times article on disclosure came out like, yo, how, how many years ago that like what year was that? Oh, God, that was like. Right. Was but I, I was that was a long time ago. Right. It got it got very little play, got very little, got very little like social and cultural traction. Right now. I f- but I feel like. That was a, almost I hate to say like a different era. But it was and this is, you know, again, people hate it when we get political. So I'm trying not to. But like that was a different almost I I hate to say different administration, but that happened in a different era. Now you're moving into something where people believe in QAnon, right? The idea of the conspiracy theory has gone from sort of the sublimated, um, you know, conspiracy theories are thought up by losers to figure out how to control and and interact with their with their world to it being sort of a, a a more prevalent cultural belief that's pretty f- scary and i just can't help but wonder like that this is now this is germinating from that right that that the idea of disclosure is not so different like you were saying than sort of the idea of qAnon that they're all like, even though what I think is hysterical is like QAnon is really big into not is is saying that this is some sort of a cover up 
right? But this is all sort of a, a big lie just to cover up a voter fraud that their government is saying all this stuff about disclosure. But I mean, it really kind of comes, I think it comes from the same, the same yeah. seed, the same poison seed. No, I, th- I think I, I think so for sure. I mean, the, the interesting thing is, so the, besides it coming from like the same seed, right? Mm-hmm. It also just has more, I think, like UFO people assume that the evidence is so overwhelming for this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, again, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how um, silly some of it sounds or looks. Yep. Yeah, it well, doesn't. Isn't that, isn't that what QAnon believes, too? Yeah. Like, ultimately, that's ultimately the 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 storm is coming and he's going to they're going to be arrests. There's going to be public executions. Like to believe in something that extreme or that 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 um, it's a, you know, that the senators and Hillary Clinton and, uh, you know, um, Soros, it's a well, and Mike Pence of, and all of them are like, yeah, yeah I mean, the, the hang Mike Pence. I mean, to get to that point, like I feel like you, they, they feel like that there there is that much there's that much information, just like you said, that it's it's and when it comes when it when it is disclosed. When that when the storm arrives, you know, it's almost like the rapture. Well, yeah. And so I think that, again, it's sort of people are getting. People are really getting whipped up into a frenzy. And. Like, again, if. Like I said, I made this case on Twitter and people were like, you know, oh, my God, you sound like a nutcase or whatever. But it's like, (laughs) like, I don't know, man, like, I think that. You know, all it takes is one. All it takes is one person in the chain of command to be more skeptical than I am, mm-hmm. which I don't think is really a hard, a hard bar to pass. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All it takes is one person to be more skeptical than I am. And then or than we are really. And then all of it falls apart. Like, that's the other part of this, too, is like, you know, even UFO researchers are like saying like, well, look at this web of connection between all these people. Like you got this one group that's led by, you know, kind of the, the military camp of this, which mm-hmm. seems to be kind of pushing this and whatever. And, you know, maybe we don't agree with their goals, but they're trying to stay, you know, trying to stay serious or whatever the hell. And then you got this other kind of group of people who are kind of at the sidelines um, pushing all this other stuff out. And mm-hmm. it's it just creates like a I don't know, man. I mean, you know, from the perspective of people who are like interested in this stuff, like I am or, or into this or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's just I think it's just as hard to it's hard to think that it's going to do anything but hurt this like subject, you know, like the most the most effective PR campaign for UFOs. Mm-hmm in the last like 20 years was the X-Files. Mm-hmm. Really? Kind of. Yeah. It was true. the X-Files. It's true. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, thinking that like you need, you know, it had, you know, UF like UFOs have gotten popular despite UFOlogy and UFOlogists, you know, it is not, I don't, I don't think it's been because of them. And so now 
they're like, oh, we got to we got to jump on this now and whatever. But it's like, but you like nothing you guys have done has really worked like I don't know. So, you know, and again, maybe that's just my own like personal feelings or whatever. Like we haven't done surveys on like, you know, well, what whatever, what is what has changed your mind on UFOs? What makes you think they're real or whatever? Like, I bet ancient aliens has turned a lot of people too. You know, into believing this stuff. Like, I guarantee that ancient aliens has had an effect in that way, and the History Channel has had an effect in that way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, I. Anyways, so that that's kind of my two cents. So then, so yesterday, I got on a Twitter rant basically where I was like, you know, even if this is just a song lyric saying that, like, you know, you got to weaponize your your curiosity, and we got to get active, and you know, we're not mm-hmm. gonna stop till the bodies mm-hmm. hit the floor and whatever. Like, it's it's. Okay, it's bad optics. It also like we kind of dance around this all the time, but like people that are attracted to like conspiracy theories or things like this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. tend to be more easily radicalized. So it's like all it takes is one crazy. All it takes is one crazy dude with a gun and then all this government interest in UFOs evaporates immediately like you know, it's it's not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the only thing I put out on Twitter yesterday is sort of about that. And that is like, to me, that's the that's the idea of it. This is what's coming out of this is the is the enemy, right? Like you're looking at government as the enemy or saying, oh, they're hiding something. And it's like it's a it's a quote. It's a random quote from Moby Dick, which is if your bitterest foe was walking straight towards you with dagger uplifted in broad day you would not be able to see him. Right? Which is pretty much this, right? Which is the idea, like, the worst thing that could come out of this is that there will be no, there will be no objective proof of alien life or of UFOs, right? And that's, that is what all of this, uh, you know, fermenting of violence and conspiracy and, um kind of thing brings out is you will not get that. Well, you know, it's it's I think it's like when a it's like when a prophet or somebody in like a in a cult or whatever comes out and says the the world will end on June 1st. Yep. And then June 1st comes and nothing happens. Yep. That that is what that is what I think, you know, then that's and that's the threat, <laughs> right? right? For people right. who for people who this has become like the defining characteristic of their life or, you know, the most important thing that, that happened to them, or it's like, you know, they were nice. an experiencer and they've been traumatized by it. And now this is a, this is a chance for them to finally show all the skeptics that they weren't lying and this was all real and whatever, th- you know, this is like not fair to them. Um, this is not fair to those right. people. So right. Right. anyways, it, it denies them the chance to actually have an answer, yes. which I think is what everybody wants. Like, your demand for an answer doesn't supersede the answer. Exactly. And that's and that to me is the is the whole issue here, right? Is that it's Dig it. the yeah. things that are happening, the things that are happening are not to help get an answer out. They're to like increase people's right. fame or to right. get people to buy books or to get people to go on cruises or go to conferences or whatever. And it's like, well, if if you really cared about the answer or if you really cared about the people who have been affected by this mm-hmm. um and you wouldn't act this way you know but then again but then again it this is going to go into our next episode <laughs> like is that kind of paternalistic or like 
sometimes it almost feels like, you know, skeptics and even myself for sure come across or like think about this in this way where it's like, oh, we need to protect these dumb people from what they believe. No, so and I like, don't think that that's yeah, I can see where you're saying I can see where you're going, and why that would be the case. But I think that it's it's more like it's more like, look, it's for the things that I the things that I really want to know or the things that are like that, again, like I, I don't. I think that there is the there are going to be people that are going to push things or that are going to push an agenda that eventually will um, eclipse the actual thing you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Right. You can look at it for anything. And the reason that they are doing something like that um, almost has nothing to do with finding an answer. Yeah. To your point. No, yeah. They may think it, they may believe it does, but it it truthfully doesn't because again, it's like the ends justify the means. It's like, no, what what you're doing is harming things more than hurting. And it's not just it's not just a couple people, it's everyone. Yeah. I right. Think, so it's not just a few dumb people, it's like all of us. Yeah. And I think and that's and that's the thing too, right? Like the people that are into this aren't dumb. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. stupid. People that have had experiences mm-hmm. aren't dumb, they're not stupid, they're not whatever. Like no, none of that stuff. All of us. None of that they're, stuff they're, is they're true. All people. Yeah, they're just people, but, you know, Mm -hmm. to again, like to take advantage of their belief or to take advantage of their like hope for something or even. And again, it's not even necessarily taking advantage of it to not be careful, to not be careful in your stewardship of that. Yeah, I think is 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 bad. It's not something that should be not and to not recognize that you're responsible to a greater thing. Again, if you want to believe in, if you want to talk about quasi-religious things, you're responsible to a greater good. That greater good goes beyond your own self-interest. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's, wherever with that, we're going to finish this episode. Disclosure. Disclosure. So, so do, so Marie, what do you think? Is disclosure yeah. going to happen? Um, of course it's not going to happen because I don't, I, I'm going to hold to the idea that there's nothing to disclose, that they've got a file, a couple files full of stuff that are just like, here's something crazy we saw. And then we talked to people and they were like, it was nuts. And that's it. Like all good people saying it was nuts. It was really bright. And then it flew away. And then here's a blurry picture. That's all we got. I, I am going <laughs> to hang my hat on the more cynical view, which is that whatever they disclose, it doesn't matter doesn't matter yeah. because skeptical people, people more skeptical than us are going to look at the report and then look at the people who commissioned it and then look at their sources. And it's going to lead back to people that are easy to yeah. say aren't credible. Yep. I'm going to rabbit hole that. Yep. Exactly. All right. Until next time, dear listeners. Thank you again, dear listeners, for listening to the Mad Scientist podcast. I have been your host, Chris Cogswell, joined by my co-host, Marie Mayhew. If you'd like to contact the show, please send us an email at themadscientistpodcast at gmail.com. That's all one word. You can also follow us on Twitter at madscientistpod or at teamgiantsquid for Marie. And of course, you can see us on Facebook, on Instagram, and all over the internet as the Mad Scientist Podcast. And again, our logo is the one with the pumpkin head, so it's easy to see. Mm-hmm. If you've enjoyed the show tonight, please consider supporting us on Patreon, where the money that you give to us will help us to promote this show further, to make it better, and just to spend more time making it. Because we love doing that. We do love doing that. 
Our logo was designed by Carrie Shaheen. Our web design is done by Desdemona Howard. Woo-hoo. And our sound design is done by Jake Cardinal. Thanks again for listening. <laughs> Thank you. This has been a damn it chippy production. Hey, hey there. I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.